saying Eddie ever sorry it's just now that may be why I am not a rock star it's because I can't sing in a completely unintelligible way now I think you need to have a bit of unintelligibility to your singing to your lyrics because it creates mystery mystery Oh, I don't know what Mike is singing. It must be deep and magical and original and something artistic. Let's jump into this story right off the bat. Bob Odenkirk. Years and years ago, he had a show called Mr. uh, Mr. Show. Mr. Show with uh, Cross. Oh, can't think of his name. He was Dr. Fuki on Arrested Development. David Cross, I think. Not Christopher Cross. Anyway, somebody. Cafe, anyway. He's also better known for Better Call Saul and uh, Breaking Bad. He has updated fans on his health. And here's today's podcast picture. On his health, rather. The podcast picture today is not a Bob Odenkirk. Or that really cool picture I had of Basil the Boxer looking out over the San Francisco Bay from Point Isabel in Richmond seven years ago. Right? Was seven years? Yeah. No, the podcast picture today was taken recently, and it is in Podcastro Valley. Beautiful sunset we had. One thing about all this smoke in the air creates a lot of interesting sunsets. But, you know, I'm not going to complain too much about the smoke right now. It's not as bad as... Oh, last year was so bad. The late great Basil the Boxer there. Oh, I miss him so, as I say every show. But it's true. You can't can't get through life uh, completely when you met, you know, somebody that important. A dog or a person. That was big in your life That you lose They're with you forever And you think about them all the time That's life And a little piece of them Travels with you wherever You go Okay, Bob Odenkirk He's still with us though He hasn't passed on He had a small heart attack last month He collapsed on the set of the Breaking Bad spinoff And was taken to hospital Later clarifying that he had suffered a heart attack But that the problem was treatable on a very positive note he is feeling much better 
He let fans know that he's doing great And is feeling very loved with all the Get well soon messages he's been sent He says I am doing great I have had my very own It's a wonderful life week of people insisting I made the world slightly better Wow thank you And Bob Odenkirk was on Arrested Development too I think he played a lawyer I love everyone right now But let's keep it. He Wait that's what he's on He always plays lawyers What's going on I love everyone right now But let's keep expectations reasonable Can I just say That is what I hate about Hollywood And why I do not watch anything Made by Hollywood these days I am watching a show Produced by the BBC Not in affiliation with Hollywood It is only them doing it It's a show that did really well for them It's called Father Brown It actually got started in the 70s But then that got it ended And then they brought it back About 10 years ago And the, it is Enjoyable It it lasts so long It's one of those British shows That lasts so long That people just leave After a while Like I I can't keep doing it But the character They don't kill off the characters The characters come back And it's like Big reunion week When they come back And it's all wonderful Oh We miss them And it's a wonderful life but what I can't stand about Hollywood Is how they typecast people I'm sure BBC does this too But I just can't stand the typecasting Like Christopher Waltz is always going to be A Nazi, a German, a scary villain The villain from Blowfield or whatever From James Bond He's always someone you can't trust and like Unless it's some weird bit of irony Like, oh, he's enjoyable and likable Oh, but wait, Mike Quentin Tarantino made him a likable character In one of his movies Yeah, whatever It's just Hollywood, man They just typecast It sucks It's like uh, The guy from Bottle Rocket No, not Bottle Rocket um, The show The Rush Rushmont Rush Oh The guy <laughs> Can't think of his name now He always plays The swarmy kind of Hollywood type Jason Schwartzman All the time Plays the same character He's a talented guy He always ends up Except for that one show He played a detective With Ted Danson He's like a writer But then he's also A detective on the side I, I How many shows are there That are about detectives There are thousands Every other show Is a detective show Crazy Okay That's another thing I can't stand about Hollywood the lack of originality abounds in the Hollywood. So many reasons to hate Hollywood. So that's why I live in the Bay Area. I'm still in California, but I'm far, far away from you, Hollywood. We can confirm Bob is in stable condition after experiencing a heart-related incident. His representative said he and his family would like to express gratitude for the incredible doctors and nurses looking after him, as well as his cast, crew, and producers who have... Uh, played Stayed by his side The Odenkirks Also would like to thank everyone For the outpouring of well wishes And ask for their privacy At this time as Bob works on his recovery Back in June The two time Primetime Emmy award winner Said that he had very mixed feelings Regarding Better Call Saul Coming to an end With its sixth season Why do I bring this up? Heart attacks Heart attacks, my friend 
it's a bad, bad thing And it affects so many As we go outside a cafe anyway Where we bring you Mike Stelly Podcast Somewhere in Podcastro Valley Ton The last place on earth Cafe anyway If you could do five things To reduce your heart attack risk By 80% Would you take a, st- a, te- a step To start on that path That was a challenge posted By Nancy K. Schweitzer MD, PhD, director of the University of Arizona Sarver Heart Center And chief of cardiology She cites a study from Sweden's Karolinska Institute Which observed over 20,000 healthy Swedish men Ages 45 to 79 for 11 years The study published in Journal of the American College of Cardiology Noted that men could reduce their heart attack risk by 80% If they only made five lifestyle changes And Dr. Schweitzer says I believe these also apply to women And Americans So 36% There's a 36% Here are the changes 36% risk reduction If you stop smoking Yes If you already stopped smoking You've reduced your risk of heart attack By 36% Yes That's over a quarter I don't know math that well But that's all I know Now close to another quarter percent 18% So we're kind of close to that right 24% Just about 25% 18% So close to that So quarter percent Change Reduction If you eat a diet rich in fruits And vegetables And legumes That's a fancy way of saying nuts Peanuts uh, Reduced fat dairy products Okay So we want to avoid the fat that comes out of a cow The fat that's in the butter Yeah Polydine and her booter. Booter makes everything booter. Well, nope. Booter kills you. Increases your chance of a heart attack by 18%. So we want to reduce it all by 18%. We eat, we avoid the butter. We eat all that stuff I mentioned and whole grains and fish. Fish, sorry, fish. You're on the playlist for eating stuff. And I can tell you from other studies I have seen that mackerel's at the top of the list of fish you want to eat because it's full of healthy fats. Followed by sardines. Of course, there's also salmon is up there. But those are the healthy fish. Tilapia, no. Tilapia is good. I mean, it's it's it doesn't have the healthy fats. But it's a healthier, I mean, it's, a, it's healthier to eat than, let's say, pork or a steak. 12% reduction, okay? So a little over 10% reduction in getting a heart attack and having one, which I don't ever want to get. 12% reduction if you maintain a waistline of 30 cinch, 37 inches or less. 37 inches, yikes. I don't make that. Shoot. So I've already increased my chance of a heart attack by 12%. Dang it. 
Yeah. But I don't smoke. And I try to eat those things I was just mentioning, so maybe that offsets it a little bit. But if I could get my waist down to 37 inches, the waist, this waistline circumference would be about 35 inches or less for women, says this Dr. Schweitzer. A little over 10% reduction of getting a heart attack. If you drink fewer than two alcohol drinks per day, probably one drink per day for women. So we want to ease back on the alcohol. Okay, now now we're getting into really tiny, teeny weeny bits of reduction for a heart attack. If you do the following daily and weekly exercise routines. (laughs) Really? All the exercise that we do and it's only 3%? What? And 1% uh, If The percentage of study participants Who exhibited all five of the healthy habits Okay, so if you Do already everything else I mentioned You you reduce it by 1% on top of all that That's a bizarre percentage So why don't more people follow All five of these lifestyle choices? Dr. Schweitzer says it can be overwhelming if people feel they need to make all these changes at once. Everyone could look at where they can make the biggest impact on their risk reduction and start with one small change. So if you smoke, that's the biggest one. Stop. Says the guy whose mom is 81 and just talked to her today and she still smokes. Unbelievable. Nothing I can do can change her mind. What could we save if more of us make these lifestyle choices? The number of Americans who died from heart disease in 2013 was 600,000. That's one in every four deaths. Heart disease is the leading cause of death for men and women, according to this. And you can read more about this at Heart.arizona.edu I say Do more exercise Get out and enjoy The great outdoors Um, Short walks in the woods And nature Taking deep breaths of fresh air Walking calms you It's mindfulness If you're able to focus on the steps or breaths you're taking Many of us spend too much time indoors in front of a screen or other electronic devices To offset this, healthcare experts say getting some vitamin N for nature Can reduce stress and insomnia, boost energy and revitalize health A growing body of research links exposure to nature with therapeutic benefits For example, researchers at the University of Michigan Recently examined the effects of experiences in nature Um, We've known for decades that Being in the presence of nature has a positive effect on people But it was unclear how much exposure to nature was needed Or what constituted a health building nature experience During the During this uh, study That was done Um That during an eight week experience Participants spent at least 10 minutes Three times a week Connected with nature in some way 
Such as listening to the birds from a balcony Sitting under a tree or walking a park trail Saliva tests were analyzed for control uh, for, For cortisol rather That is the body stress hormone Before and after the nature experience A 20 minute nature pill provided the most reduction in stress hormones They found Other research confirms that any exposure to nature is good for you Spending two hours a week in nature provides And promotes good physical health and mental health No matter what outdoor activity you do Adolescents who didn't spend time in green space Were up to 55% more likely to develop depression and anxiety Later in life Even five minutes spent at a green space Or looking at a green space Just looking at it through a window is beneficial The Back to Nature movement has gained momentum across North America since 2013. A primary uh, reason when doctors, primary physicians are pulling out, when they pull out a prescription pad, they actually end up, instead of prescribing medicine, they prescribe going outside. And enjoying nature There you go Here are some ideas To get you outdoors Solo or with kids Grandkids And friends Grab a jump rope Camp in your backyard Try geocaching geocaching Geocaching.com That's the thing Where you try and find I sound like Bill Hader On that When he does uh, Oh Not Oh what's his name On Saturday Night Live that character he does that oh, oh, He always made Seth Meyers laugh It's that thing Where you go outside and you bury something And then someone else finds it Plant some flowers Stargaze, play hopscotch Join a Volk Sport group I don't know what that is But that looks German for f- Volkswagen Or, or a folks, people's sport Volkswagen is a people's car That's what German Volkswagen is German for Take up archery, go metal detecting, read a book Oh, get metal detecting, please Really? I guess it gets you outside Read a book outside Play disc golf or frisbee for those of you who don't know what that is It's called frisbee Window shop You can try birding Bury a time capsule Play flashlight tag Huh? Does that like laser tag But not with all the fancy gadgets Volunteer for a park Or beach cleanup Watch a sunrise sunset Take a dog for a walk Fly a kite 10 minutes of gardening Or a weekly visit To a public garden Can alleviate depression Oh 20 minutes spent hiking among trees, bird watching, or pursuing other activities in nature reduces cortisol, the stress hormone. 30 minutes of sitting or walking in a park can lower blood pressure and heart rate. 45 minutes or more of hiking in the mountains results in less fatigue and higher alertness than the same amount of time spent indoors on a treadmill. And 60 minutes spent interacting with nature Such as walking in urban parks Or on tree-lined streets Can boost memory And attention span Which so much of us are lacking Oh, and that's so annoying It boosts that by 20% 
There are organizations that will help you explore the many benefits of being outside. Park RX America has an interactive park finder at parkrxamerica.org. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention Healthy Places has links to a wide variety of resources, cdc.gov. Natural Wildlife Federation promotes programs that connect kids to nature. And Park RX America is a nonprofit organization whose mission is to decrease the burden of chronic disease, increase health and happiness, and foster environmental stewardship. Time in nature, they say, at this website, decreases anxiety and negative thinking and lowers levels of depression and stress. Outdoor activity improves both mental and physical well-being more than indoor activity. Time in nature helps to decrease blood pressure, high blood pressure. Diabetics who spent more time in nature are more physically active and show better blood sugar control. Time in nature is associated with better cognitive development in school children. And the closer you are to a green space, the less you suffer from cardiovascular, musculoskeletal, mental health, respiratory, neurological, and digestive diseases. That all from parkrxamerica.org. And I pulled that article as well, of course, from the Costco connection. And that was so helpful. Thank you. So that should make us all healthy and keep Bob Odenkirk with us for a while. And speaking of where we are outside in nature, and see, I've reduced your stress just being outside. Doing this podcast outside has helped reduce your stress. You're welcome. And cortisol levels. Look who's here. Hi, Mark. It's Benita the Rodeo Queen. How y'all doing? That's a disgruntled fiddle player telling you what. What? I sure love a big delicious steak and listening to a song that's completely unintelligible. Excellent. Look who else is here. Oh, Mac, I make the delicious root beer hair stuff right now. Oh, it's made out of legumes. Oh, legumes. Wonderful. Those are supposed to be good for you. Yeah, okay, all right. Drink it right now. Okay. Uh, sure. Oh, boy. Thank you. Mmm. Let's see. Not very good. Next show, it'll be the wonderful Madden Rutabaga, Valentino, and Bison Bentley. You can chime in about anything we covered today. 336-MM-DAILY. That's 3 plus 3 equals 6-MM as in Mike Matthews. Daily as in what this podcast has been now for a couple of days. Thank you for listening. Burger Master. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.